Good day. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Melody Informant podcast this week. Tim Hicks actually joins us on the show again, and this time he brings huge news. Secret to life. Always accept a free coffee. Foreman tries to derail my strawberry dreams with his strawberry trauma. We are always on your side and always right about everything going on in Halifax. I prove that any time is a good time for maternity clothes. You don't need to be pregnant. (laughs) And we get your advice on what a hot country listener should do if they want cash instead of gifts at their wedding. So thanks for listening. Get up with Melody Informant. You don't like it? It's free. Change the station. <laughs> no, don't. Hot Country 103.5. Then we're not alone. Hey. Here comes, here comes Tim Hicks. Here comes, here comes Tim Hicks. Yeah, Tim Hicks is here. Woohoo! Because you have a big announcement for all of us, especially us here in Halifax. So why don't you do do your own work, Tim? <laughs> What are you announcing? I am finally, finally getting out on tour. <gasps> yes, finally getting out on tour. We're calling this thing the Zero to 60 Tour because it just feels like it went. we went from doing nothing to doing everything all at once. <laughs> yep, hurry up and wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am already out of breath, uh, but I can't wait to get out and play some new songs, which are coming on my brand new record, which is being released September 2nd. Holy cow! Finally! Double yes. announcement. Double announcement. So the record's called Talk to Time. And uh, I, we haven't, you know, it, 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 I think it's going to be 10 tracks. It might be more because we, we, we overcut on this one and we haven't decided yet. But yeah, lots of new material. Um, I've been writing this sucker for about two years, wow. two and a half years, really. I got a playlist, you know, almost 100 songs long. Oh my god! Um, Put a hundred on it then. (laughs) Yeah, right. I was like, let's do it like Drake does. Come on! Yeah, you're not Drake. That's what someone said. You're not Drake. I'm like, yes. And thank goodness for all of us for that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So the new album is coming out. Yeah. Uh, September 2nd, but the yes. tour is coming to the Rebecca Cohn Theater here in Halifax, November yes, 17th, are. and yes, tickets are. are on sale this Friday, June 17th. Amazing. I can't wait. You know, I can't even believe that they're letting us play theaters. Because I think they were afraid they were afraid previously that we would burn them down. So we're right. glad that everybody I think we actually got new insurance. We're calling we're calling it the new insurance tour. <laughs> We have to call it the theater. Theater. Now that oh, we're the yes, yes. The theater. Yes. Well, you know what's funny is we got to play some theaters on Campfire Troubadour, like when we did the we did a handful of shows last summer, you know, to limited audiences, and they went really well. And I think everyone around me was like, "Huh, look at that! He can play theaters, and they didn't <laughs> they didn't fall to the ground." So um, I'm really excited to play those rooms because, of course, they're acoustically built. Yes. For what we do, right? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Ro- mm-hmm. ro- melt your face, rock and roll or not, it, it right. sounds good for any style. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not you're not like trimming it back because it's a theater. No, you're God, going no. full out zero to sixty. Yes. No. We are we are doing it's full on, man. Zero to sixty. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, I'm about to drop a new single, um, and uh, it's it's a barn burner. So you know, there's going to be lots of the louds and the here comes the thunders. We we call those songs red meat in Tim Hicks. World. <laughs> ah, yes. yes. In this you analogy, know. are we the animals? Well, I mean, you can. Like, are we you the... don't need to be an animal to no. eat a steak. Well, we you did say enclosure. I think you're the piece of red meat, Tim. And we're oh, wow, ah, we're devouring and we're you. You, sure know on you. To, you know how to make a fella feel welcome at, at eight in the morning Ontario time. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait till you come to Halifax. It's been too I long. I got the salt and pepper. Yeah. Like we'll find out the true meaning of being a broken man on a Halifax pier. <laughs> okay. Oh, All the year was 1778. Okay, well, yes. we're done. All right. Wow, that's a great reference, man. Good reference. Uh, and this tour, Tim, uh, like it's going, it's going right across the country. It's a national tour, so yeah. everybody gets a little taste. Yeah, and you know, we're doing, we're sort of, the way that we're thinking of it is like the tour has already started. You know, we played April 27th in, in St. Catharines, which was my hometown, which mm-hmm. was wonderful. You know, 4,000 people at the local arena. Mm. And, uh, and and no one got COVID. No, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, we just played out, outdoors, too, with the beaches in, in Three Days Grace on Saturday. And, uh, you know, we're including all that in the run. You know, everything that we've got lined up this summer from, you know, Calgary Stampede. And then we're going to go all all the way out to Vancouver to the Commodore Ballroom and make our way out to Halifax. I see in September you'll be in Toronto mm. with John Fogarty from CCR. Yes. Yeah, can you believe that they let me on that bill? No. This is, <laughs> my stepfather, uh, who's a drummer, is his favorite band in the world is CCR, and I think he cried on the phone oh <laughs> when I called gosh. him. <laughs> and said, "We're on. We're, Fogarty's happening. Bud Stage in Toronto. You know anybody mm-hmm. that's from from around here knows Bud Stage. It's it's like it's the greatest outdoor venue ever. It's the one that you see all your concerts at when you're a kid. Yeah. So not only do we get to play that again, um, but uh, also with the iconic uh, John Fogarty. I feel like how you feel about John Fogarty is probably how Robin Adelini feels about you. Robin, yeah." yeah. <laughs> No, you know what? She's so cool, um, and and I, I kind of feel. I mean, I I I, I kind of feel like I know her, but I think like everybody feels that way of about course, her because you know, it, well, that's she's the just, beauty of social media and how mm-hmm. we got to know her, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just to her personality too. She's she's a star through and through, and you can see it. And it won't be long before we're opening for her, uh, which is just fine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, that takes the pressure off me. She can sell some tickets. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm really excited to have someone like her on the bill and to get to know her and her crew a little bit better. We've done a number of shows together now. We share an agent. So we've we've worked ah, together lots. And that helps. Uh, may as well just make it efficient. Mm. Official, rather. It's very yeah. efficient for the agent. Yes. Very efficient for the agent. He loves the commission on those ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's double dipping every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Rebecca Cohn Theater, again, November 17th. November 17th. And then the album is September 2nd yeah, uh, called Talk to, Talk Time. to Time, which has mm-hmm. at least 100 songs on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we've narrowed it down to a, a mere 83 songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, for sure 10 songs, if not if not more. We'll see. Yeah. On top of that, we're renovating our home right now. Oh, my gosh. oh boy. And not just a little bit. We're, we're doubling the square footage. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god! There is a crew of of um, people here working every day, and it was supposed to be a four month project, and we're coming up on a year. So there right. you go. Also, mm-hmm. always the way it happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need everyone to buy three tickets to the show, <laughs> and I'm going to need you to buy nine albums yeah. each. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much, Tim. Uh, my I pleasure, guess, guys. Yeah, we'll no, let you recover. I feel like you have a lot of uh, jogging or yogging to do before this tour get really gets going, right? You got to go back in tour shape. Oh yeah, no, I've been doing that the whole time. I picked up running during the pandemic. You really did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh. I really did. So because I couldn't go to the gym, so I got I had to do something. My I was I was going out of my mind. But thank you for pointing out that yes, I could probably lose a few pounds. <laughs> 
I was just. You can hear it in my voice. I thought I was just segueing to your favorite topic. That's all. No, I appreciate that. Well, we'll let Foreman tell you the last time he ran, though. Yesterday. No, that's a oh. lie. It's not. Okay, the time the before, before that. The day before. Oh, you're a full of it. Don't ask the time before those two times. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Trying to impress Tim Hicks here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't 90 pounds soaking wet anyway. But it's a very red piece of meat anyway. Yes. And I don't want to keep going down that path. Oh, thank you so much. It's so much fun every time we get to talk to you. I can't even imagine the fun we're going to have when you're here. Thanks, well, lot, thanks for the time, guys. Say hi to the team for me and uh, give my love to Halifax. And uh, we'll see you November 17th, Rebecca Cohn Theater. Woohoo! When it comes to your life and how you can have a better life, just remember this secret to it. When somebody offers you a free coffee, you say yes. It's a secret to life. Have a circle of life. It's the secret of life. I see. Exactly. I that's, see. That's a foreman secret to life because we way back when, it was like last summer, I actually rounded up my wife Ashley's secrets to life. Mm-hmm. That includes write it down as soon as your wife says it. <laughs> secrets. The secret to a Friday night, reality TV and takeout. Everywhere you go, get a coffee. Secrets! And never leave the house and come back without a coffee. Secrets! So that explains where your rule comes from. If someone offers you a free coffee, you say yes. Secrets! Here's my issue on this. You never buy them a free coffee in return. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay, well, let me let me tell you what I'm talking about. I'm going to pull a Camille Vasquez on you. Let <laughs> me remind you, Foreman. Yes. You have gotten multiple free coffees from Greg, one yes. of our former sales associates. Mm-hmm. You just recently got a coffee from Everett, one of our sales associates. You got multiple free coffees from our program director, Jeremy. Yes. How many times have you got these guys a free coffee? Uh, I haven't got the many yet. <laughs> yet. I, I see. You were witness to the time that I offered, Greg. Oh, no, no, no. Let me give you some money. Here. I, I for sure have no, a $5 no. bill. I did not. And I still have not paid for anything. No. And now it doesn't work here anymore. Because the, <laughs> the person that's offering you the free coffee is never going to take your money. That's that's the assumption. They're going to say, mm-hmm. oh, can I get you a coffee? And if you're like, oh, here, let me give it. And they'll say, no, 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 it's fine. Because that's, that's what people choice. do. But that's under the assumption that you're eventually going to get them back and not be a mooch. You are a mooch. I am stuck in here doing this live radio show. Oh, here I can't we go again. waltzing across the street to Tim Hortons. <laughs> La-dee-da! Here we go again. The world mm-hmm. would fall apart if yeah. it weren't for four right? <laughs> Jessica, when someone's offering you a free coffee, your answer is... No. (laughs) See, she says no, like me, because it's very... I just think it's... I just think there's something rude in saying yes, even if you want it. It all depends on, like, A, how you feel, or if you just finished the coffee. Because I know in the trade that I work in, if you're really hot and all you want is a nice cold water, hot coffee will not cut it. 
So Okay, so if you did want a coffee, you say I'd go with them and buy my own. <sighs> You're really making things difficult, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I I very rarely take free coffee. I, I, I hate the guilty feeling feeling that I have to owe and keep track of how many coffees someone has given me. Yes. So. Oh, co- you don't. You don't have to. You guys are way too hard on yourselves. They're no. offering with no called, strings attached. <laughs> no. See, here's my issue. Foreman has no problem taking free things from anybody. Yeah. No matter what it is. In fact, he he actively seeks out free things from people all the time. Of course. <laughs> I have such a problem with it. That's why I pay for everything. I've paid for every date I've ever been on because I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't pay for me. And even one time Foreman lent me $5 for gas and I e-transferred him $5 back. I did not accept it. But I still did it because I can't accept the freeness. It's the principle of how you were raised. Foreman has no principles. What? <laughs> I know I'm very principled, and if you, I will. Uh, I, if I'm in a position to offer you something, I will. If they're in a position to offer me something and want to come in here and say, "Who would you like a coffee?" I say yes, and especially <laughs> always say yes if the person offering the free thing is your boss. Always say yes, no matter what it is, even if you're just gonna dump the coffee down the drain. Take it. That's a power move. <laughs> In front of them. Yeah. No. Where do you stand on the issue, Kate? I'm with Florida. I don't think people should offer free coffee if they're expecting to get something back in return. Oh, Kate, you're so right. So, Kate, if you have someone in the office who's always coming and offering you, hey, I'm going to stop at Tim's, uh, I'll get you a coffee, do you ever get them one back? Um, usually I'll be like, hey, did you get the last one? Let me get this one. I'll offer them money. I don't necessarily offer to go with them unless I can kind of thing. But usually I'll try to pay every other time. But sometimes it doesn't work that way. But, yeah, I just I kind of stick to the principle that if you're not wanting to do it, don't offer. That word principle again. <laughs> Some sort of reciprocation <laughs> is there is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, that's true. If yes. and when possible, yes. Foreman, you're not like a surgeon working for 12-hour days. You sit at a radio station. You're not changing lives. Well, yes, we, we Melody and Foreman, do change lives every right, morning. Right, but, right, right, yeah. <laughs> Where do you stand on the free coffee, Jane? I don't drink coffee, so if someone ever offers me, I always say no regardless because I don't drink coffee. But, I mean, if someone says, hey, I'm going to the store, you want something? I go, yeah, sure, absolutely. But do you pay them back in some way? <sighs> if it happens more than, I say that it's like the three rule. If it happens more than three times, mm-hmm. then I'll offer. But if they just keep offering and offering, I mean, take the advantage of it and, you know, take it, just take it. But at a certain point of time, if it happens a lot, then I'll say, I can pay you back if you need, if you want money for it. And if they say no, then I go, okay. They always say no. They'll always say no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, then that's on them if they say no. That's if they say no, no, it's fine. Then I'll say, well, yeah, wow. they, they made their choice. <laughs> they did. Like I said, they they have taken that gamble. John, when someone offers you a free coffee, what do you say? I generally always say no. Why? 
I don't know. Just stubborn pride. I always paid my own way. Stubborn pride. Is it? Okay. Okay. Is it stubborn pride or is it just you trying to be kind and generous by not taking something free from someone? Doesn't sound like it. (laughs) Probably so. I, I probably... I buy more than my share for other people. But. And then, then, then do you do you gently remind them of that fact every so often? I see where this is going. No, no I don't. No. So, Dave, if someone offers you a, a free drink at your work site, yeah. which is construction, yeah, what uh, what does that mean? Oh, that's totally. Let's be friends. <laughs> Absolutely. No, uh, that uh, for sure. And if uh, if somebody comes back and says, oh, "No, I'll pay for it myself," that's so Melody is telling everyone around here that she doesn't want to be friends with them. Oh, no. You know what, Melody? Be gracious. Just say thank you and you'll make the other person feel good about themselves. This right. may be the reason I have no friends. Now- you're, you're sitting across from Mr. Friendship, <laughs> Foreman. Yeah, right. The day, though, okay. might be a good day for you to go pick strawberries because you can. What? Yes. Kenny's You Pick, which is just north of Kenfield, is open for you to pick strawberries this morning. That sounds fun. I've never done it. Oh, Melody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to reserve judgment on that for just a moment here, but maybe we should check in with them and just make sure everything's going okay over at Kenny's. It's what we do. (laughs) Exactly. You're in the news. We'll phone you. <laughs> Hello. Hi, is this Kenny's? Yes, it is. Is this Kenny? This is Danny. Okay, Danny. Hi, Danny. <laughs> it's, Hi, uh, how are you? Good, good. We're uh, we're Melody and Foreman calling from uh, Hot Country 103.5 in Halifax, the radio station. Okay. What kind of strawberries do you have? Uh, our first variety is Wendy's. How long do they typically last for? Like, if the season opens now, when, how long will it still be open? Um, we got different varieties, so um, we got berries that will take us right into August. Oh. I did not know there were more than one type of strawberry today. Yeah, I learned. there's many varieties of strawberries, so there's different ways of growing them, too. They actually do have some that are under black glass, which most will still be going in September. Okay. Really? Holy. Yeah. Would a three-year-old yeah. enjoy picking strawberries, or is a three-year-old even allowed to? Um, yeah, we we allow toddlers. Um, <laughs> you and, sound a little reluctant. <laughs> yeah, well, we allow them, three, but three's getting. I mean, we're not going to turn people away, but three's getting as long as they're on their feet and they can stay in their row and you know not travel around too far from the parents, then that's fine. Yeah, you don't want them trampling the plants. Yes, exactly. So You also don't want them sampling the plants without paying for them. <laughs> well, they can have an odd sample. but uh. Yeah, try saying no to my child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you find a lot of families go? Like, do a lot of parents bring their children to pick strawberries? Oh, yes. Yeah, no, it's definitely a family thing. Do you find there's a lot of family blowout fights out in the field because of that? <laughs> Not too bad, no, normally. Oh, your laughter tells us you've seen a few, though.
And Foreman's line of questioning tells us he's been through this. I have just, I nothing. I love a good strawberry. Buy all the Annapolis Valley strawberries you can eat. I am all for it. I'm just suggesting that as the former child being forced to go pick strawberries, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I mean, though, Danny. <laughs> Danny's like, yeah, I know. I wouldn't do it either if I didn't yeah. have to. <laughs> so again, again, nothing against Kenny's. You pick. They're open now. Go, go get your strawberries. All press is good press. I'm just saying, don't bring your kids. No, I'm save saying, them. I am gonna bring my child, and she's gonna love it. And I will try to keep her uh, <laughs> from trampling your plants. But it's like hurting a kitten. So yeah, you know. Yeah, Danny, when you oh. see Melody pull in, charge her double because she's just going to be sampling everything. I don't know if congratulations is the right word, but here's here's to having a good season. Yes, thank you. Are there a lot? Like, are the plants full, plants yes, full and no, healthy and all that? Very, very good crop. Okay, well, we wish you nothing but the best, and hopefully your fields are full of adults. Perfect. Strawberry <laughs> fields forever. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Danny. <laughs> Thank you. But as Jen Haley texted us, she says she supposes picking berries might be fun if you've never done it. She grew up in Aylesford, so berry picking was her job at 13 years old, and she said it was hell, literally. Scorching hot, back-breaking labor. She will die before she ever does a you-pick again. <laughs> <laughs> I so feel you, Jen. I didn't have to do it as a job, but it felt like an unpaid job when my parents would drag me there on the weekend. Jeez. They thought it was a fun family activity. It isn't. Oh, Don't do that to your kid. Nobody thinks it's fun. Well, how about you, Erin? I just wanted to call because I'm actually on my way down there. Um, oh. I'm actually heading down for me. She doesn't cook. And uh, I had never picked strawberries before until last year. And uh, when I picked them last year, I was like, geez, this is easy to pick them. And uh, I brought back a bunch. Um, because strawberries are never for sale down in our area, like Porter's like East Jessica. Yeah. So I, I brought back a bunch, and um, they flew out of my vehicle within an hour. So I figured, hey, I heard about this strawberry picking again, and I thought it was early, too. But I was like, I'll take the vacation day, and uh, I'll plop down there, and I'll bring some more back. And... I already have orders for strawberries. Wow! <laughs> so are you are you selling them to your to your neighbors and stuff? Yeah, to, to my neighbors, to the community, and uh, at a markup. Yeah. Are you making money off this deal? <laughs> I figure, hey, if it pays for my gas to go. Down there. <laughs> Which I'm assuming the markup is a little more than it was last year. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? No, I'm gonna. I'm keeping it the same because I think five dollars is expensive for a box of strawberries. It is expensive. You should see what it is at the grocery store. Oh yeah. Well, that's just it. So I sold them for five last year, and I'm gonna sell them for five this year. Nice. And as long as I pay for my gas, I get some free strawberries. And I'm just I'm selling them at the Lions Club in East Town Cook this afternoon. So. This ha so you're on your way to Kenny's right now. Yeah, right now. You'll be back to the Lions Club by this afternoon with $5 strawberries. I sure will. <laughs> okay, well, that's good to know. What time are you going to be there? Because they flew out of your car last time. <laughs> 
I just need to know I'll how try. long I have. I'm aiming. I'm aiming to be there at 3 p.m. So okay. I'll get people as they come home from work. Uh, I'm assuming no children have been uh, kidnapped and placed <laughs> into this vehicle. No, just adults. We don't want any children to have nightmares there for them. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like you got wrangled. Yeah. It's a lot easier to pick when no one's giving you a temper tantrum in the field and you want to abandon them there. I didn't realize, I guess we should have, like, this is a whole, it's barely even a side hustle. This is like a full-time hustle for you to go and clear out an entire strawberry field. So by the time families want to go with their tamper tantrum, little snot-nosed kids on the weekend, there's no strawberries left, making the fight that much worse. I'm sure there will be times. I'll tell you one of them last year, there was... Uh, strawberries, I could see. We'll see. I'm sure there will be tons left for Imaldi and, and your and your little one. They're not. We know who to blame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, call us tomorrow morning, and we wanted to check in and see how day number one went. Okay. Well, I'm only going for one day. It's only it's only one day out of the year. Oh, we oh, want to okay. know. We yeah. want to know how it was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I got to go back to my real job now. <laughs> oh, well, let, we'll see how much you make on these strawberries. I mean, you may. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the phone is ringing. Hey, Foreman. It's Aaron calling from yesterday, the strawberry picker. <gasps> Aaron! How did it go? <laughs> they went awesome. I think I think maybe calling the radio station made me, um, let's just say my demand was higher than what I could, could pick. This is great. (laughs) It was awesome. There was cars waiting for me in the parking lot, and I felt horrible because I people walked away empty-handed because I didn't have enough. I only had fifty-four boxes to sell, and I kept twenty for my family, and uh, I could only pick so many in the time. Foreman, you know how it is when you go picking; they only give you so much time to pick berries. Yes, I'm very familiar. <laughs> so we made we made you too popular. Well, you know how many people were asking, well, are you going to be set up again? Like, are you going to set up like twice a week? And I'm like, I have a real job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would. I originally thought, man, what a waste of a vacation day. Now what? <laughs> nope. If you're snapping necks and cashing checks, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I mean, Aaron, I think the thing you're you're missing out on here are the laws of supply and demand. If if the demand's high and your supply's low, I guess the price is getting jacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you change your uh, stance on the five dollar uh, a box thing? No, I didn't because I felt oh. bad. I didn't want to overcharge. So. You're too nice. You're too Nova Scotian. <laughs> But hey, some of the people that said, my friends, they're like, hey, they're like, I got them from you now. If I just walk over here a couple steps and say I'm going to sell them for $8, they might sell. <laughs> oh, no. It's kind of what you're doing to the farm, so. <laughs> and hey, Melody, there was some kids there. And I, okay, Foreman, let me talk to Melody for a second. Okay, so, all right, he'll allow it. I'll leave. <laughs> There, there was some kids there, and and they were so good, Melody. Like every time they saw strawberries, they're like, "Oh, big strawberry!" Oh. And then and then it went in their mouth and well, gobble yeah. gobble gobble, and all the kids' faces like they were all so red. 
<laughs> they made a mess. See, I think that sounds adorable. I want to see that. I want to be part of that. It sounds like these kids were too young to realize how they were being tortured. <laughs> They were both three and four, the ones that couldn't go to school. Right. And then they'd come back with berries in their box. Look, Mommy, look, I got boxes of berries. But you know what you do as a parent? You take advantage of that period. That's the period where you can get kids to do chores with you, and they don't know that they're having to do chores. That's the, like, yeah, they don't need to know yet. Mm -hmm. See, you're you're agreeing with me. (laughs) Yes. Uh, only took two days, but we got there. <laughs> hey, it's a Scotty calling. <gasps> Scotty! Scotty! It's Scotty! Come on, Scotty! He's got a rockin' little buddy! You know what it was? Is, is they were like, oh, you know, this kid really wakes up really early. So I'm concerned he's going to want to be a farmer. So let's take him somewhere... And make him completely miserable about it so that he'll, you know, maybe get a job in radio where he can make some actual money. No parent wants their kid to get a job in radio. <laughs> Trust us. Like, who knows what it would be? It wouldn't be Melody and Foreman. It would be Melody and, like, Dave or something. Like, who wants that? And then you'd be on a tractor somewhere with a straw hat and overalls. Look, I so. grew up on a farm, Scotty. Oh, Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't know a that. A horse farm. But with horses, yeah. A lot, <laughs> a lot of riding around cutting grass and a lot of f- filling hay nets and mucking stalls. Uh, that turned me off already. Then okay. to be dragged to a strawberry field on the weekends? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that would do it. Yeah, that would do it. The whole time having your mother call you by the horse's name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The son she always wanted. How many times did you hear the one along face joke? Not enough. Not enough. Why the long face? Because you spend too much money on the horse, so your actual son can't play hockey. (laughs) There you go. He's he's not bitter about it. (laughs) Not at all. You you should have a strawberry or something. Informant in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. Which brings us to the story we're right about right from the get-go. We're far, we're you are. Oh boy. Well, not in Halifax. <laughs> June 8th. It was reported that the Titanic replica was getting built on the Halifax waterfront. We talked about it as soon as possible to keep you in the loop. Mm-hmm. That's right? what we do. With a revolutionary 4D holographic stage oh that will gosh. offer movies and content on the Titanic, as well as live Broadway plays and musical, Vegas shows, concerts, operas, symphonies, ballets, local music and plays and entertainment. Yeah, right. Who's paying for that? Exactly. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody is the answer. And who do they think we are? <laughs> Let's turn Halifax into Niagara Falls on steroids. Yes. <laughs> that was on the 9th. Right yes. away, we're thinking this is totally not, not real. happening. No. Monday, June 13th, here we are asking questions for you to win tickets to Hot on the Harbor, our Friday night cruise, and with this question... Gwen, what is the theme for the $300 million development that was just proposed for the harbor front? Oh, uh, the Titanic. 
The, the uh, Titanic replica and all the themed rooms and the 40 holographic yeah. theater yep. that will never, ever, 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 ever be built. Nope, no. Nope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but way to make money off people's death. Oh, right. <laughs> right. I mean, the whole thing from the beginning was yes. like, we can all see this is this is kind of horrific, right? It's horrific and unrealistic, very expensive. Yes. And we were right. Celebrating this, I, I just, yeah. you know, this Ontario businessman is in shock to find out his Titanic development proposed for, as you said, Melody, Niagara Falls right? is being floated for Halifax. He was supposed to put this into an old arena in Niagara Falls to be the Titanic experience and museum and blah, 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 all the rest of it. Keep in mind, this is made for Niagara Falls. Have you been to Niagara Falls? Yes. Yes. The people, the Americans that are coming in bright pink shirts and neat on green fanny packs want to go to an exhibit where they interactively experience what it would have been like to sink aboard that ship. We mm-hmm. have class. They want to go to a Ripley's Believe It or Not full of things that I can believe. <laughs> they want to pay three times as much as you to go to Swiss Chalet. Exactly. <laughs> now they want this Titanic thing. Again, this was floated for Niagara Falls by the Ontario businessman. Well, the developer Developer in Halifax says, whoa, 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 well, I got these renderings before the pandemic, see, oh, and now he just put them up on his LinkedIn last week to propose it for an Halifax. Well, now the Ontario business guy and the Halifax hotel guy have talked and they've agreed that, nope, nothing's being built here. It's meant for Niagara Falls. And then go next door to the Rainforest Cafe and, you know, eat $500 worth of hot dogs. It's your Niagara experience. (laughs) We can't help that this is in the headlines this week. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. Yes, this is tragically trending. Even the nicest man in Hollywood has a breaking point, and we found it in Tom Hanks. Whoa, 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 Knock it over my wife. Oh, yeah. no. Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, were walking to their car in New York, and fans started crowding them so hard that they tripped Rita, and then we got that moment. Back the f- off. Imagine being yelled at by Tom Hanks. No. <laughs> I feel like we all need to apologize after hearing this. Just, like, from that, we all need to go in the corner with our tail between our legs. Yeah, you don't want to disappoint Tom. No. Woody. And what year is it? Because we have Woody news, and then we also have... Buzz Lightyear news. Some people are convinced that Tim Allen was fired as the voice of Buzz Lightyear because of his politics. Back the f- off. I know. <laughs> First of all, the makers of Lightyear already debunked this. Tim Allen played the toy. Chris Evans is playing the real dude. Yeah, like the inspiration for the toy. Exactly. And the younger... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, also Tim Allen is still working with Disney. He's doing a series based on the Santa Claus movies. But if Disney did decide to stop working with Tim, it wouldn't be because of wokeness. It would be because of the time that he compared being a Trump 
fan in Hollywood to being in Nazi Germany. Back the f*** off! Or the time that he was convicted of drunk driving. Back the f*** off! Or the time he went to jail for drug trafficking. Back the f*** off! A sentence he was released from early because he gave away the names of all the dealers he was working with. Oh, I didn't know any of that. Yep, but in this case, snitches did not get stitches. They got TV sitcoms and multiple movies and now have a net worth of $100 million. So he's fine. <laughs> and half hell frozen over are the waters burning from east to west. Is it possible that Kim and the Kardashian family is not a plague upon mankind and actually enjoyable and dare I say endearing? Well, at the risk of using my favorite soundbite. Back the f off. <laughs> well, if Foreman can be swayed, anyone can and swayed he was with this. Taxi has worked with me as audio 14 years from keeping up with the Kardashians. She knows everything about me. <laughs> she's probably seen my vagina. Uh, more than me? Not more than you, but she's but she's probably seen it. Is that Pete? That's Pete Davidson. Oh. It's funny, right? Yes. She's funny now. And I think you're onto something because she changes with every person that she's with. She used to sound like this. Emotional tour in Europe. And had friends with Paris. Oh. So having fun and it's just like any other friend you know i'm friends totally with both of them so like she used to sound like this but Ugh. now she sounds like esther from staten island who smokes a few packs before her liquid lunch <laughs> marriages come and go yeah no offense guys yeah. <laughs> take it from me <laughs> yeah. and good luck at your wedding <laughs> and mazel tov to you all <laughs> What would you do if you'd rather your wedding guests give money instead of gifts? What would you do with Melody and Foreman? What would you do with Melody and Foreman? What would you do with Melody and Foreman? Right in the morning. Most underused theme song we have, by it's the way. It's true, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can always send us a text or uh, get us on social media, a DM. Email us, Melody and Foreman at hawkcountry1035.ca for your question, problem, concern, and we can help solve it. Exactly. This came via text. Hey, Melody and Foreman. I just recently became engaged, second marriage for both of us, and we really don't need anything for wedding gifts. We really don't need another toaster or kitchen gadget. So, how would you put it on the invite that we're saving for the honeymoon slash house fund? We uh, actually asked for money and or gift cards, mostly. We did reg we registered at Sears. Yeah. <laughs> But this 12 years ago. Well, how did you ask? How did you do it then? They're they're asking you to do exactly what you did. How did you I do know. it? I know. Yeah. Well, we just we tried to gently individually say, you know, we our wedding wasn't here. We lived in Saskatchewan, so I like you know we have to drive in a car yeah. from this wedding back. We can't fill it with your toasters and crockpots. Yeah. That's so if you give us a gift card, true. we could actually not buy any of that stuff because we already had a house. We can add them all up and buy ourselves. A fancy new water softener. Ooh, a Splurgeon. water softener. <laughs> yeah. But it was only our first one. This is second wedding. You already have stuff. You already have homes. You don't, you know, if you want to have a honeymoon, you should be able to do that. Yeah. Just how do you tactfully get people to give you that? There are a few people saying that it's tacky. And I can just imagine how my mother, who is listening right now, would, would be uh, <laughs> with some of our aunts. Yeah. You know, who who are very traditional and, oh, but they're going to want to go into a store and get you something and you have to it, give them that opportunity. And, and I just think, well, who is it for, though? It's not for them. It's for me. Yes, it's for your aunt. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> my aunt actually said, I'm not giving you cash or a gift card. I'm giving you something. See? So that you So I ordered you this cutlery set, and so it'll arrive at your house in Saskatchewan later. And you're like, cool, going to put it in storage because I already have cutlery. I've well, been using it. Actually, no. We just had random scraps from college, so we still use that. Cu- that's our main cutlery to oh, this day. Oh, so oh. S- sometimes your pushy aunt is right. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes, but not all the time. And no. Sometimes you just want money for the honeymoon, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Alyssa actually uh, shared us uh, what is on her wedding website as the invitation for Saturday, August 20th in Hansport. Congratulations, Alyssa. Uh, it says, please do not feel obligated to buy us a gift. All that we are expecting is you. If you would like to give something, a contribution towards our honeymoon would be greatly appreciated. We, Melody and Foreman, who now have received the invitation to your wedding, Alyssa, uh, do not feel obligated to get you anything except our presence. Yes, exactly. We are the gift. You're just going to have to send us the exact address. (laughs) That would be helpful. (laughs) Rhonda, you had a suggestion. It's something we've never heard of. What is this? It is a wishing well. Sometimes like it's a big piggy bank or sometimes it's a hat. It's like a donation (laughs) box. Yeah. It's like a donation box, yeah. but it's it's more for well wishes. Or your aunt might also put a blender in it, but that's fine. <laughs> Shove it in there. <laughs> Pat! How you doing? <laughs> Good. What, what would you do, Pat? Well, I'm a bit of a traditionalist, but I would literally give cash and maybe a small gift. So if somebody like Aunt Hazel wants to put $20 in a gift card or or a, you know, wedding card, then that should be accepted. And if a Aunt Hazel wants to give a gift, that should be accepted as well. Yeah, she's not, I know we're picking on ants, but she's not giving money. Poor, poor Aunt Hazel and Aunt Tabitha. What did they do to deserve this? <laughs> well, what would you do if you were in the same situation? 902-425-1035. You can call or text, and we appreciate you being in our circle of trust. And you're in it because you can hear us saying this right now. <laughs> So, Nadine, what would you do? Four years ago, my husband and I got married, and we both had previous marriages. And as my daughter would say, I was a hoarder, so we had a lot of stuff. (laughs) So I delicately worded that on our little insert with the invitations that I was a hoarder, and uh, it worked out fine. (laughs) Did you put the word hoarder on the wedding invite? (laughs) Because... I'm a big old redneck, and everybody knows me. It was all good. Right. All good. Did you did you actually bring a trailer of your junk and actually give your guests stuff? Like, that is awesome, Foreman. I wish I would have thought yeah. of that. You get a toaster, and you get a toaster. You get this stack of magazines. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. You are not as comfortable as Melody is right now. You are definitely not. I'm pulling... Uh, oh, we're Melody Informant in the morning on Hawkeye Jerry 1035. Oh, like, yeah. That's I, Im- that's important. Thank you for being here. Minor detail. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm pulling a, a Joey Tribbiani right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have thought of that moments before because I would play the clip. Mm, yes. Uh, circa Friends. The Turkey uh, Pants? The Turkey Pants. Yeah, even yes. I know that one. <laughs> They're not maternity pants, they're Thanksgiving pants. Yeah, (laughs) turkey pants. Uh, I'm wearing a maternity dress this morning. I'm not pregnant. Okay, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't a maternity dress. This is my Melody Ate Too Much Candy yesterday dress. (laughs) Too much candy? What did 
you eat? I didn't. And why? I, and how much? <laughs> I mean, I didn't actually eat too much candy. Okay. I did have a box of Mike and Ike's, but that was after I had two cookies at Starbucks because I had to wait for my car to get its oil changed. But we had staff meetings that I had to do in teams, so I had to go somewhere. So I went to Starbucks, and they get you. They get you every time because you walk in and they have all of their cookies and everything yes. on display, and you think, "Oh, I'm just going to get a coffee," but then you see that, mm-hmm. and then you're sitting there for two hours on a on a very entertaining Teams meeting. I was about to say a very boring Teams meeting, but our boss might be listening. Uh, <laughs> I I am not involved in the commentary on this Teams meeting. That's because you weren't on it. <laughs> I wasn't invited. Yeah. Joke's on you. But, well, what can I do but, but partake in a cookie, and then when you have one, you got to have ten. Mm, do you? <laughs> I know they're on display, and I know they they pump out the smell around the cafe. Oh, oh are, you, are you coming to sit? Well, well, come enjoy. Have a couple. Have three. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Exactly. Uh, Just but, smell the waft of my cookies. The nice thing about about having had a child, yes, uh, you know, apart from the fact that I love my child, is that I yeah, have yeah, yeah. all of these very comfortable clothes. More sure. importantly, yes, uh, and expensive, and comfortable expensive clothes. Expensive, comfortable clothes, which you thought you were only going to wear once, but yeah. no, no, no. Like you, it could be a whole very serious topic of how obnoxiously priced maternity clothes are. It's insane, and how the whole the whole legal argument of like why are feminine products being taxed and things? Why are we allowed to charge so much extra for a maternity dress versus a regular dress just because it's stretchy? Preach, sister. I'm trying to. (laughs) From someone who's had to had to pay for half of these items in the past. Right? Yes. So, you know, why not get your use out of them? Exactly. Exactly. And and must be nice. For anyone who's the younger sister of someone who had kids first, say, like my wife Ashley's younger sister, who gets all of this stuff for free. We had a person, (laughs) we had a person who was passing down all the stuff and they stopped about a year ago. Uh, not for me, passing it down to Lily, like passing their oh, child. right, right, right. They yeah. stopped about a year ago, uh, so now Lily just wears a paper bag because we can't <laughs> afford anything. There's, there's a book about that. <laughs> <laughs> Blood-sucking snake-like fish arrive in New Brunswick waterways to spawn. Oh, no! Melody Informant in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. That is one of many headlines in the news this week that not only can we not make up, but say everything you need to know. Ready. Texas surgeon accidentally gives four-year-old boy vasectomy. At least it's reversible. (laughs) She would hope. (laughs) Not that you want to go through that again. No. Alabama thief tries to escape cops in kayak, quickly capsizes in river. Oh, no. It's because he was paddling instead of rowing. Don't even. Sorry, go on. Oh, don't. (laughs) We are going upstream of that one. Splash Effects has two new homes. Still to be called Splash Effects in Bridgewater and Ottawa. Okay, well. What? You missed out on a golden opportunity to be Splashawa. Splashawa. Splashwater. Yeah. Come on. Splashwater. Yes. Yeah. Either way, more headlines continue like single northern BC beaver causes mass internet and cell service outage. Talk about hacking. <laughs> Indiana man. 
<laughs> riding electric Walmart cart while pushing construction barrel pulled over at 5 a.m. on the interstate. Are you sure that wasn't a Florida man? I'm sure, but speaking of which, <laughs> Florida man accused of fraud attempts run to Cuba on jet ski. He didn't make it? <laughs> no. Oh. I don't think he have enough gas in that thing. <laughs> also in Florida, Florida man named Legenius Ooh. Uh, arrested again. Oh. <laughs> Florida teenager gets accepted into every Ivy League school. Wow. We're expecting that one, right? No, congratulations. Well, keep that applause going because Dolly Parton donates another $1 million to pediatric infectious disease research. Oh, Dolly, you gem of a human. Uh, now on to other news like elephant tramples 70-year-old woman then returns to trample her again at the funeral. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, Along the same lines, woman who hated dead Texas man arrested for spitting into his casket. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. (laughs) No. A few more headlines of the week left, like Halifax Uber Eats driver, you might have heard this one, Mm -hmm. delivers $800 McDonald's order to a bride and groom in his mini. Sure, McDonald's loved that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course they did. I'm sure the wedding party did, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One you may not have heard of, though, Halifax police investigate weapons complaint after woman sprayed with irritant during Facebook marketplace meetup at 1.30 a.m. There's more to that story. Yes, there is. And there's more to this story that I do not want to know. 61-year-old grandmother of 17 wants to have another baby with her 24-year-old husband. Can she? (laughs) Can she? Does she know how that works? Well, you click on that and tell me later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a few more headlines of the week left, like Swiss office hosts team building coal walk. 25 people treated for burns. It brought them all together in the hospital. <laughs> Intoxicated Australian man steals boss's car, parks it on train tracks. <laughs> Now, how good do we look, eh, boss? Yeah. <laughs> UK parents in hardware store mortified after son poops in display toilet. Oh, good for him. He deserves all the Cheerios. <laughs> oh, Horse hard. goes viral for pretending to be asleep to avoid work. Oh, been there. Foreman's favorite horse. (laughs) And finally, just for you, Melody, blacked out city bus driver in Boston didn't know he was snacking on THC gummies. (laughs) Been there. And it was only a few weeks ago where um, Natalie would have been off to Toronto on flight 1035 because we said this to her. Natalie, what are you doing on June 2nd? I am boarding a plane and getting out of here. (gasps) Yeah, you are. Oh my God, I am, I'm shaking. I'm so excited. You have no idea. You already said you're bringing your husband. We recorded that. My husband's excited and my daughter's in the background excited too. So. I know. No, he's probably listening and he, I'm, he's on standby. Oh my God, we are so excited. We need this so bad. Yeah, it was to see Miranda Lambert in Little Big Town uh, in Toronto. Man, it'd be, it'd be great. 
if the phone would ring so we could check in and see how it went. Oh, it would be if only she were listening. <gasps> well, hi, you're on Hot Country 1035. Who's this? Hi there, it's Natalie Burns calling. Hi, Natalie. Melody Informant? Yeah. How was that trip to Toronto? Oh, my God. It was so much fun. The concert, the weather couldn't have been better. The The concert was amazing. It felt like like our midsummer weather here. So we walked so much throughout Toronto and the city. And then the concert was just over-the-top amazing. How was Miranda? Oh, my God. I don't know why. I was just so emotional when she came out on stage, but it was just so exciting. You're just in a puddle of tears. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so excited. And the seats were, like, they were really good. So you could see everybody on stage, like, kind of in the middle, um, close to the front. So um, it was just, I think, going without for a few years, everything shut down, that everybody just all needed this. Yeah, so you just went, what, it was June 2nd, and it was, yeah. was it at Budweiser stage or in the arena? It was. Oh, that's yeah. so much better. Oh my God, it was nice, like the sun was setting, and uh, Little Big Town, they were playing while it was kind oh. of like, you know, it was just the perfect night to have this concert, and it was, it was incredible, we didn't get home till like midnight. Oh, oh wow. how was the hotel? <laughs> the hotel was really nice, it was like right, right around the corner from the Eaton Center, so we'd walk down to the waterfront, mm-hmm. and with the nice weather, we were, like, sitting out on the patios mm-hmm. and having a few drinks. So it was really, really relaxing. Uh, and remind us, so, so you, like, you have kids, and you and you brought your husband. Is that what happened? Yes. Yeah, so I have, I just have a three-year-old daughter, so she stayed back with um, her, her nans. Definitely FaceTimed, but we... Uh, we love the concert. I took so many videos. <laughs> you got to share some of those with us. Yeah. I will. I will. Yes. They were so good. Like, I, I, I thought I was going to lose my voice. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Cause, so we can hear that in these? Cause that is... uh, a little bit. <laughs> any videos? Can we see the tears in any of them? <laughs> no, I did not show myself. But... Okay. What is your husband's phone number? We'll check his videos. <laughs> <laughs> was that your was that that the first time away from your daughter then? We had been away from her probably six months or so ago when we were in Nashville. She's having a ball with her cousins, so we we know she's having fun too. And if she's anything like my almost three year old was <laughs> when we went away, when we came back, we were thinking, oh man, she probably missed us so much. She didn't yeah. ask about us once. They don't even. I, we walked yeah. in the door and we're like, hi, hi, Taylor. She didn't even look up to no. say hi or no. come run to me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Like, cool, no, cool. I don't want to go home. No. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, do you, re- do you remember me? <laughs> no, she was so she was so fine while we were away. So that, that makes me feel better when we do go away. So what will you do for the rest of the summer? Because, like, you've Nothing already... compare. You've already peaked. <gasps> yeah. I don't know. We're just going to do some things around the province, and I think we'll just do a lot of day trips. But um, it's lit that fire under me that I want to keep going to more concerts. Good grief. I just, you just made me realize, oh, yeah, Dallas Smith and James Barker Band are tomorrow yeah. in Truro. I, oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yes, I, there's some coworkers here actually heading there to go see them. So, yes, I do remember that. <laughs> Country Rocks the Hub, uh, presented by us in Truro, is also coming up. Like, it's uh, on Natal Day weekend. Yeah, but or no, after, right oh, after it, right really after. Well, I'll have to look into it because it's so much fun. Like, just being in that environment again, it's like everybody was just so over-the-top excited. Like, Mm -hmm. you could just tell everyone needed it.
YQM Country Fest after that. And then, of course, we are giving away another concert on air right now. Well, we are next week. Tim Hicks. (laughs) Tim Hicks, your old favorite. Yes, I've been listening. If you're lucky enough to get free tickets to that, everyone will hate you. Yes. (laughs) I know. That's why I haven't. I'm like, no, I've had mine. Now somebody else's. Well, that's nice of you. Oh, that's off. You clearly grew up here, didn't you? (laughs) I did. Yeah. Justin Bieber is what we were talking about a a few moments ago about uh, the condition he has where half of his face is essentially paralyzed out of nowhere. Yeah, it's called Ramsey Hunt Syndrome. And I don't know how long it's been going on. It's been going on for a while, though, and he had to cancel some shows because of it. This is pretty serious. Obviously, my body's telling me I got to slow down. I'm going to get better. I'm doing all these facial exercises to get my face back to normal. It will go back to normal. And we don't know how much time that's going to be, but it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but some studies are suggesting a mm. link between COVID vaccines and the reactivation of the virus that causes shingles. And I guess this is all oh, part geez. of it. It's all within the same family, like the chicken pox family. Is that real or is it just, I don't know, we're thinking that. Well, I don't know. They like it's not there's no full evidence. It's just right. some studies and a lot of conspiracies. Uh, on yeah, social mo- media. I'm gonna go guess mostly conspiracies. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but Bill, thank you for calling. Uh you you have some experience with this. You know a little bit about the condition that Justin Bieber has. It's similar to Bell's palsy, which we're more familiar with, but I had that paralysis in my face earlier this year or last year. Really? I was off I was off work for six and a half weeks because my face was paralyzed. It yes. takes a long time for that virus to get out of your body and take antiviral meds. It's it's unbelievable. Well, exactly. It, it's 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 so it impacts your life so much, which is why I don't understand why he didn't cancel the shows sooner because there are a well, lot when, of people who, who traveled to go see him and they were really upset. Mine came on like I, my wife was making fun of me. I was actually telling her something funny and she's like, what's wrong with your face? Wow. That's the, be- the beauty of marriage, you know what? What's wrong with your face? I'm like, I don't know, nothing. <laughs> I don't know, and what's I wrong with your face? <laughs> yeah. I looked and my mouth wouldn't go up and my eye was a little screwed up and then the next day my doctor's like, oh my God, you have belt palsy. You know, I'm, I'm like, what? Wow. wow. Put me off work and everything, and I'm like, oh, my God, I had to wear an eye patch. It was nuts. Holy. And completely out of nowhere. No warning sign of anything, eh? Yep. She said mine was linked to shingles, not the vaccine. Which, I, I don't know. It could have been the vaccine to me, but, you know. Well. It, yeah. Well, I got it within three weeks of my first dose of the vaccine. And I literally, I had Bell's palsy, and they gave me a second dose. That's how much faith I had in the vaccine. I'm like, well, it makes yeah. it any worse. Yeah. And and you're and yeah. it's and you're totally fine now again. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Wow. There was risk risk of eye damage, so that's why I was like put off work and I had all kinds of crazy stuff to do. I had to sleep with an eye patch and wow. put ointment in my eye. It was it was ridiculous. So holy, well, we're glad that that yeah. you know you're you're better now. That's so scary. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't canceling concerts and pissing people off or anything like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. You being away from us for six weeks, Bill, that, that you know, we, we, it's hard for people to deal with that. We were pretty pissed at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were pretty yeah. pissed at I'd, you. I'd miss one of you guys for six weeks, that's for sure. So. Aww. Aww. That was not why <laughs> I said although, that. Although your dedication is to work with COVID, isn't it? From home. 
There you right? go. That was the whole point of this phone call was how hard Foreman works when he has COVID. <laughs> That's right. Yep. How, how, how easy COVID looks to form. And I just don't go to work. Yeah, no problem. I'll take okay. that free coffee from you, Bill. He's generous. Right. He's principled and hardworking. He's the greatest of all time. Our very own foreman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put him on that pedestal. Push him <laughs> off the post for well, night. Has. Imagine how Ashley feels being married to someone like that. If we play that again... He's generous, right. he's principled and hardworking. He's the greatest of all time, our very own foreman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put him on that pedestal. Push him off the boat Friday night. Push him off the boat Friday night? <laughs> now there's an idea. Bill! <laughs> Tis the season to go swimming in pools. Oh, here we go again. Does it remind you of any phone calls we may have gotten about you <sighs> admitting to being in pools? Not regularly, but I will say that yes, I have been in the pool. Uh, honestly, it's really disgusting, and I would say that I would, by choice, never pee in a pool. That being said, oh, no. if that does happen. <sighs> you know, there's been times I've gone to the pool and... I've had no issues, and there's other times I've gone to the pool and my eyes are bloodshot when I leave. And why? I think Melody was there taking a. <laughs> uh, all I know is the next time that you go to the Canada Game Center, I got a funny feeling you're in trouble. <laughs> How did this become my legacy? It is your legacy. <laughs> and now it brings us to this call that's coming in from Andrew. It's a call from Andy. But he calls himself Andrew. <laughs> What's up? I just sent you guys a link uh, through the text. I hope you can see it. Melody, I'm sorry. I couldn't stop thinking about you when I see this video on TikTok. It's a woman sitting in a pool. And let's just say there's certain indicators that she's doing other than what she should be doing in the pool. And getting called out for it. Okay, since you since you prefaced that by saying that y this video made you think of me, I do think you need to clarify what she was doing in the pool, Andrew. Peeing. Peeing in the pool. <laughs> yes, okay. I mean, that could have gone many, many ways is what I'm saying. Oh, it could have. And coming from me, it definitely could have gone many, many ways. <laughs> And she looks genuinely surprised, like, what's this blue liquid around me? I don't know where it's coming from, and tries to swoosh it away. Well, of course she is. No one's right. expecting blue ink to come out of your nether regions. <laughs> no, we're just expecting your urine. <laughs> well, at least you're prepared. <laughs> have a good one, folks. You too, Andrew. Oh, boy. Uh, just to, so this video does have audio. <laughs> Oh no! Get out! I knew you were the one doing that. I ain't doing nothing. Bullshit. I bought that on purpose. I knew it was you doing Dad, that shit. You're stupid. No, you're stupid. No, you... Get out! I didn't Get do out! Nothing. You're no longer allowed. To <laughs> she definitely didn't do it because if she did, she'd feel a great sense of relief right now. That's not a relieved person. Well, it's besides the point because that just <laughs> that it's just funny to me that that makes Andrew. Think of you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials. Or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.